welcome to Missouri Athletic Club Connections, a podcast highlighting Missouri's only premier athletic club. The MAC is recognized as the foremost private club in St. Louis, known for attracting exceptional people and enriching lives for generations. I'm Kara Kelp, and you might already know that through my role at the MAC, I work on civic engagement and community partnerships. So I'm really excited about today's conversation, especially since it's our 120th anniversary for the club. Um, Today, I have with me past Governor Nat Walsh and Jared King, co-chairs for the Charitable Society for Children, the CSC, as we call it here around the club, if, if you know, you know. Um, And I'm very excited because it's an incredible organization, and this year we are elevating the profile of the CSC to make everybody a little bit more aware of our impact on the community and the history of the impact that this wonderful CWC has had over the years it's been in existence. So welcome, gentlemen. Thank you for being here. Great. Thank you for having us. Yes. Um, Let's kind of dive into the history. I mentioned a little bit, it's a CWC. So lots of acronyms today. We're going to throw around a lot of acronyms, not to get everybody confused, but it is a CWC. But tell us how the Charitable Society for Children started. You know, uh, uh, back around 2005, uh, a couple members of the Board of Governors, uh, Governor, former Governor Tim McGowan and past Governor uh, uh, Jim Sheets, okay. um, you know, brought forth the idea um, to the Board of Governors of creating a, a formal vehicle, if you will, uh, to do some community engagement, if you will. And um, from there, uh, Jim Sheets really carried it over the, the finish line, and the CSC was born. Over that time, now 18 years later, um, uh, we have been able to uh, donate funds to over 50 local children's charities, uh, totaling more than $450,000. So it, it's, it, it has... It has its own life. It has its own existence now, and we're very happy to be able to be here and share it as well. Um, Wonderful. Yeah. And it's housed under the MAC Sports Foundation. Just to kind of get a little technical, since everybody's you know wondering about it being a, a giving charitable arm, how is it? It's a tax deductible entity. Tell me. Tell me about that Jared yeah so the, the so the charity is under the sports foundation as you mentioned and we did it that way or they did it that way in order to get the 501 c3 status okay um, so any donations you make to the charitable society for children is tax deductible because we are underneath the sports foundation that was something that when they were looking at uh, the different foundations at the club um, it felt like the Sports Foundation was one that they could put it under and still get that sure. tax yeah. That's a huge benefit to a lot of people that are thinking about giving of you know generously of their time, money, and, and making a donation to have an impact. That's an important part and component that you guys have maintained over the last 20, almost 20 years, yes. yeah. which is wonderful. So there is a process for selecting these. And every year you've got three charities that you celebrate and recognize and raise money for. What is that process like? And, and kind of tell me a little bit about, um, you know, making those selections and getting those nominations. Yeah, over the years, we've developed a, a fairly consistent process that uh, starts in the month of October. Okay. The month of October is CSC Nominations Month, and during that month, we receive uh, and accept nominations from both members and MAC staff who want to um, bring forth and nominate um, a, a local children's charity. 
Um, so we take them in during the month of November and then, I'm sorry, October. And then in November, um, each of the nominators, not the CEO of the organization that's nominated, but rather right. the member, MAC member or the MAC staff um, person who nominates, they come and give a in-person five-minute presentation to the Charitable Society for Children. Um, each year, we average about 20 nominations from wow. incredible incredibly worthy <laughs> local children's <laughs> charities. Um, the process is challenging to select um, three, but um, ultimately each year we select three, and they become the charities for the following year. So in November of last year, we selected three charities for 2023. We'll, Jared can talk about those in a second, but as to the process, so then those three charities, we raise funds for them and around them for that year, and we also, and we'll probably talk a little bit later about now providing service to them. So Wonderful. for the year, they, they're the, MA, the CSC charities. And then at the end of that year, we total up all the money and very simply divide it by three. And we give them that money in January of the following year. Excellent. Yeah, and, that, and that hit on a very important part. And that was that it is the member or the employee that makes the nomination for the charity. And it's also that member or employee that presents for that charity. Okay. Um, and, you know, we have a lot of great members and a lot of great employees here at the Missouri Athletic Club, and they're involved in all kinds of charities in St. Louis, um, some big, some small. And to be able to see how engaged that our mm -hmm. members are doing and what they're doing in the, in the community, yeah. um, I'll tell you what, it's rewarding for us to sit there and listen, but it is hard to pick three out of the <laughs> 20 that, uh, right. that we have for that year. I was fortunate enough you guys invited me to join you this past October and we sat for, you know, several hours <laughs> listening to phenomenal presentations and I think it is impactful to learn about the connections our members have through the community and to listen to very worthy charities that exist that some of those I wasn't familiar with at all. Um, so it is a tough process. And we might mention, so the mission is geared towards children. Yes. Um, and, of course, all of these charities that you guys have uh, had the um, privilege of listening to those nominations over the many years, are there some that stand out? I mean, the, the process of selecting those is difficult. Um, but then as you make the selection and those are recognized the following year, tell me about some of those that you have supported. You know, one, as you mentioned, um, f uh, generally they're smaller charities. Okay. That doesn't mean that larger ones are excluded from consideration. Sure. It just sort of um, have been the trend. Um, and, and one that, you know, Jared and I talk about every so often is it was a charity called It's Your Birthday, um, which all we know is the name. And we got a fact sheet prior okay. to the day of, of presentations. And, and what we learned that day um, is that a, an individual in St. Louis, um, as her, her own on her own time, uh, outside of her job, um, would volunteer at homeless shelters. And during the course of doing that, she noticed that amongst the many challenges that are occurring there, one is for moms with kids or people with kids, their children's birthdays might perhaps get overlooked. Um, yeah. Certainly, you're not sending. Uh, birthday invitations to school to come to the shelter on Saturday for the birthday party. Right. Understandable. So um, what this this lady um, developed was a, a, a very simple and just herself in her basement with a few volunteers 
um, to go to the children's school mm-hmm. and say, hey, your mom wanted to make sure you know, that you had your birthday party today and, and bring cupcakes and all the trappings of a birthday party. Um, and it just has always um, really, um, it struck me then and it has hung with me. I think about one of the most noble things I've ever heard somebody do. Well, we, um, they were one of the charities for the year, and, and by the end of the year, she had developed relationships with different members who, had, who were vendors of products that she could use for the birthday parties. Um, the money that she raised, uh, that we raised for her, um, was pretty transformative for that group. Yeah, yeah That's can, one that yeah. comes to my mind. I can yeah, imagine. There's a number, and, and when you're talking about children, um, you know, some of us have young children. I have mm-hmm. four young children. I know Nat has children. They're a little bit older now. But, you know, when you think about the basic stuff, right, you think about, mm-hmm. you know, when you take your, your child home from, from the hospital, you've got clothes and diapers and you have, you know, all the necessities you need. You have outfits picked out. Um, or when you take them home, you've got a bed for them to sleep in. Um, so, you know, one that comes to mind, we did, we did last year, you know, Sleep in Heavenly Peace. You know, it was, it was a simple concept of, building beds for kids that didn't have beds sure and so you know it was very eye-opening to say you know if, if they need to bring their child home because they're going through the court system or things of that sort you know each child has to have a bed um, they can't be sleeping on the floor and I know sometimes if people have struggled they put them on the floor or things of that sort but to be able to say oh you can't bring your child home because you don't have a bed for them to sleep in right I mean that's an easy obstacle for us to overcome right, right. Build a bed, get them a bed, um, and so we actually had our first build a bed uh, day out at the MAC West. <laughs> That's wonderful. Um, and we're able to build a number of beds, and they they brought the trailer out, they brought the wood out, they you know taught everyone how to do it. You cut the wood, and they put them together, and now all these kids have beds. And it was life changing for that organization then to be yeah, able to. It, it was uh, that group um, sleep in heavenly peace. Um, as Jared said, very simple mission: get St. Louis kids off the floor. I mean, right. I think that's literally the mission <laughs> statement. Like that's an easy one. Um, um, and um, uh, they, after having brought their process of building all the components of the bed to the MAC West, now they are comfortable and they do it on uh, on site at other groups. So they've continued that day of service. Yes. yes. And so uh, it's uh, that it was a great one. And then and the service is a good thing to talk sure. about for years it is. and years. Um, we raised funds around each charity and that, um, and along the way we started integrating them a little bit, having them come to an event or two, perhaps making a match with a member as a potential board member for that right. organization. Um, and a couple of years ago, then, uh, starting with Sleep in Heavenly Peace, we uh, started dabbling in service, um, in addition to um, raising the funds. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, uh, we're very excited um, as projecting forward this year, if you don't mind me making a little pitch. Of course. Um, Go right ahead. <laughs> um, that, uh, so we have three, the three charities this year. The first one is the Soulard School. Yes. The second is Foster Together. And the third is Northside Community School. And so we are in the process of identifying service needs for each of those three groups. Um, uh, one that has already been struck, and thank you for your help in facilitating this, is the Women's Initiative Group. Yes. Um, is going to, no pun intended, adopt Foster Together. Um, and um, uh, they will work with that group through their different events of the year, WIGS, different events, mm-hmm. Women's Initiative Group. Um, and um, that Foster Together obviously is a group that is looking for 
um, items, things right. to go for as children transition through different stages of the foster right. care system. Um, so that would be great. There'd be different ways to rally the troops here and, 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 and gather those items. Um, the Northside Community School, when they were presented, um, they were hoping to use their money that they get in a year to build a pavilion. So what we're going to do is hopefully speed that process up and yeah. um, go out and identify what they need by way of a pavilion, what other physical improvements they could perhaps use out in an outdoor space. Um, and then we'll come back and look inward here at the club. Um, we have you know, members in all sorts of businesses, trades, construction, et cetera. And I'm confident we're going to be able to rally up uh, the club um, and get enough volunteers and, and take care of that group's outdoor needs. Yes. And that's a, you know, a wonderful compliment to being able to raise money and financially make these gifts to support their programming needs, but also recognizing that a lot of members have time and interest and they want to bring in items if that organization needs tangible items and there's an opportunity or a wish list that we can help fulfill in addition to raising money. So I think that's wonderful that you guys are expanding the opportunity for members to really connect more personally with those organizations. Mm -hmm. And let's talk a little bit, I know at the CSC check presentation, which happens every January, you have an opportunity to learn about the impact that that money has. Um, tell us just a little bit about this year's presentation and what you learned. Yeah, so, well, first of all, we, we have it in January um, because we want to make sure we get the, the check or the money to the, those charities as quickly as possible. Of right? course. So, so what we raised the year before, as Nat had mentioned, um, you know, we just, every dollar we raise from the members of the club and also employees of the club, dollar for dollar, everything is just divided by three and goes to those charities. So at December 31st, we know what those balances are, and then we want to get the check turned around and get the into their hands uh, pretty quickly. So at that event, we typically have the charities there that are going to re be receiving the check, mm -hmm. but we also have the three charities that we've chosen for the following year, right? So nice. they can see how we're involved, how, you know, what's going to look like for the following year. The other thing we, is we want to introduce them to as many members as possible. Mm -hmm. As Nat mentioned, there's a lot of members here that have a lot of qualities that they can share with these organizations. Um, some of them is, is money, of course, but some of them is time, right? right? So, you know, somebody might not know of a charity that they, that they are interested in, and all of a sudden they hear the story and they say, oh, you know, I would love to be on the junior board. Right. Or I would love to help out any way I could. Uh, and so we, we do a lot of that as well at, at those events. But, you know, the three charities we, we were given the checks to this year, you know, the impact, um, you know, this was the largest check donation per charity wow. that we've given over these years. So, yeah, it's uh, we, we raised in excess of fifty thousand dollars this year. And That's I think incredible. something we haven't talked about yet is how we raise those funds. Yes. So um, tell us um, the, the, the core of the charitable society has been from the beginning and remains um, members and staff who give monthly, literally okay. on their MAC statement or deduction Very easy from to their, do. Their, yes. their, uh, their paychecks. Um, so we have those funds each month. They add up over the course of the year. Um, the second area where we raise funds is the Charitable Society uh, um, have some fundraising events. 
We'll have a trivia night. Um, we have a tennis tournament. Things where members can participate um, and, and then understand that what, while they're participating, they're helping the charitable society. Right. Um, we also have developed relationships with other CWCs, clubs within the club, um, and they will have events, the Wine Society, Forever Young Club, um, associates. the associates mm -hmm. that will, they then donate some part of or whatever the fundraising component of their event to the, to the charitable society. Um, uh, the other um, uh, way is that we get individual donations from okay. members. Um, and occasionally, uh, in fact, this past year, the Sports Foundation made a donation to the Charitable Society. And then the last way is that the Charitable Society receives a small percentage of the year-end appeal. Um, and so you put that all in the basket together. And as I say, we, we raised more than 50000 um, That was a record for us. Uh, well, now the bar is set higher, and so <laughs> we'll um, keep after it. But um, it, it just shows, and Jared, Jared has mentioned this, that, that our membership is very generous, um, both here at the club and in their personal lives. We hope that the CSC will continue to grow and, frankly, provide a platform for members who might want to participate philanthropically in town through us in the CSC. Right. Um, so... Yeah, it's, uh, it's been around for a little bit. We think we've uh, got some run left in it, hopefully. I think you absolutely do. I was impressed by the process, the nomination process. I was impressed by the check presentation and hope more people will be able to contribute and, and um, attend the check presentation this next year as, as they're learning about this 2023 um, year of charities. And how can they learn a little bit more? We've got something exciting coming up in April to celebrate this year's selected three. Right. You want to talk about uh, Meet the Charities Night up in April? Yeah. So so this year, uh, for the first time, we're going to do Meet the Charities Night, a pretty laid back uh, event out at MAC West okay. uh, uh, on April. Uh, should be in the Cherry Diamond and let you know the, uh, the date. April 20th? 20th? April 20th. April 20th. 20th. Mm -hmm. Yes. So um, just kind of a, a very relaxed environment for you just to say hello hello to the charities and for them to talk a little right. bit about their mission statement, what they're looking to do. It's not anything to twist your arm to bring checks or to, um, you know, throw money in the pot. It's just so people can experience and, and know what the charities that we've supported for this year. So perfect. Really excited about that night and, and hoping we get a good turnout out West. Excellent. I hope so too. I think it should be a lot of fun. You can actually talk with the um, director of these schools and, and the development director mm -hmm. um, and kind of learn about the programs that we're going to be supporting throughout the year. And we'll have all of this information is housed on the website. Um, if at any point you mentioned any member wants to make a donation, there's a donation form they can mm -hmm. fill out. That's on our website. Um, and as we get closer to the fall, when we start um, accepting nominations, the nomination form is already on the website. So people can start thinking about it. Yes. Um, and they can certainly sign up to be involved in the CSC. Right. right. Maybe we could touch on that. Yes. Um, certainly We'd love on the website, you'll find my email, phone number, Jared's email and phone number. Mm -hmm. and, and if anybody has any questions about what it looks like or feels like to be on the CSC, please call us. It, We are itself, the CSC, fairly informal. We meet four or five times okay. a year yeah. um, to plan events, um, uh, those meetings are an hour long. We also have them by Zoom now. So, I mean, <laughs> it, it really, we encourage more folks to become involved. Um, if there's a highlight of the year, other than the check presentation, you know, Jared mentioned on our, our nomination day in November, um, 
you, you leave that event feeling that you're living in a great community because mm -hmm. you hear about all of these charities that are going on. Um, and um, so it's there's a lot of positive to it. There's yeah. no financial commitment inspiring. or anything like that. We just encourage anybody who's interested to reach out. And, Perfect. And on, and on that note, while Nat and I are co-chairs and, and you know, we're here today, you know, we have a great committee already that we're uh, that have been supportive over Very these, true. these many years. You know, he already mentioned Jim Sheets uh, with, with Mr. McGowan and, and Tim McGowan and how they started this. You know, then then Sam Hopmeyer kind of grabbed it by the horns and really kind of took it over the last decade. Um, and, and, and I don't want to mention everyone's name. I don't want to forget anyone. But we've got a good group of, of committee members right now. And we would love to have more. Right? Yeah, excellent. We'd love to have more. Absolutely. So. I agree. Because they certainly would be up to date on all of the planning mm -hmm. um, and up to date on the nominations and invited to attend the nomination process in November. Exactly. So it's important to have support from the members and um, help elevate the awareness and, and help elevate the stories about these charities programs. Yeah. So hopefully everybody can um, join us on April 20th. Yeah. Um, and to learn more, I know we have this under the foundation section on the website. Um, so if you click on foundations, it's on the far right of our menu bar. You can learn more about uh, the current charities, the three, and then the past history of impact in the community and uh, reach both of you through the CWC page as well. So excellent. Well, thank you both for being here. I'm glad to learn a little bit more now. And we're just thrilled that this is a part of our tradition here in our 120th year. I think it's an excellent impact that we've had on the community. So thank you both for helping to make that possible. This has been an incredible conversation and we look forward to learning more throughout the year. All right. Thank you.